0: Hi listeners, and welcome to the Don't Quote Me On It podcast. Very amazing of you to be here for the first episode. Um, I am Emma, your host, and I will be with you from this episode until the last, every single month, most of the time interviewing my friends and colleagues about topics because this is a heavily guest-based podcast because every single guest will have their own interests and own topic that they want to discuss or are very invested in. Typically, these episodes will be 30 minutes long, more or less. So long enough to pack in some useful information, but short enough for all of us not to fall asleep. And yes, more about myself. Um, like said, my name is Emma. I am a 16-year-old Um, student at an international school I am completing the IB program and currently living in Germany and all the friends of mine that are going to be featured on this podcast have a very similar background of international education so that just might give you some sort of idea of you know why we might be invested in some of these global issues and maybe why our opinions are the way that they are Um, Just as a side note, although the name of this is Don't Quote Me On It, I want to assure you that even though these are opinions, generally they originate from a place of truth, so there is some evidence behind what we are saying and we do conduct research before every single episode. However, this is just the introductory episode and my goal here is to just spread a little bit of a word around about the podcast so that the first time I have a guest on, we can just jump right into it. So today's topic as a result is something that I'm sure we can all relate to, um having been living with this pandemic during 2020. Yeah, it's been a it's been a crazy year and definitely the first christmas i have spent in lockdown and it is strange not being able to see family and friends and it definitely has added an additional strain to this year because i'm sure many of us were kind of hoping that by the time winter rolls around you know when the first issue started popping up in the western world around march that things would be back to normal and that we would i guess return to what life was But in all honesty, I'm having a little bit of difficulty realizing what the new normal will be. Because in some parts of our lives, it won't go back to the kind of normal that it used to be. Let's, for example, take businesses. You know, a lot of businesses due to the coronavirus had to limit their traveling and come up with new ways of meeting and functioning. So I imagine you know businesses will focus on working from home a lot more and try to limit their travels which would be excellent for the environment cuz as we know um the carbon dioxide emissions this year have been so much lower than the previous years and it's it's really great to see in terms of the environment but yeah it is a it is a strange thought to think that the new normal isn't necessarily going to be what it was before the pandemic, because I do think that a certain type of caution about um, hygiene and maybe large crowds will remain for a while, simply because these are habits that people have um, gotten used to and that feel natural from now on. So Christmas has been different, in Germany especially, where usually we have Christmas markets and a lot of kind of outdoor events and activities such as ice skating that people go to, I feel that getting into the Christmas spirit was different, the approach was very different, it was more about that mindset and being with maybe your direct family if you're lucky enough, I know some of us haven't been as lucky and I'm aware that some people have spent Christmas entirely alone which is a huge shame and all the best wishes to those people Um, but yeah it's been very odd and I find that my opinion overall of Christmas along the years has changed I'm certain that if this happened when I was a child I would have reacted very differently and I would have had a much harder time with it which is why my heart does go out to all the elementary kids and younger at this moment in time because so much of my Christmas memories were with grandparents and were, you know, going ice skating and going to all these kind of Christmas events in the community. Whereas now, for me, not even gifts are the focus of Christmas Really, it's, well, largely it is the Christmas food, which is absolutely delicious, but it is also largely actually having that time with family, living abroad, um, visiting Finland and having Christmas with grandparents and cousins is very special and dear to my heart. So kind of growing up, I realized that Christmas has kind of lost its meaning, in a lot of western countries where it feels more like a materialistic holiday or kind of a marketing opportunity more than anything i find that a lot of people spend so much money on gifts but i find that gifts aren't the best way to show someone how much you care i think gifts are always wonderful and that is one way to i guess um present your you know caring for someone and wanting to make them happy and that that is a wonderful part of gift giving but i think a lot of us have kind of gotten swept into this whirlpool where suddenly we're spending so so much money because apparently you know you have to fill someone's wishes whereas our wishes should be a lot more humbled i would say for a lot of us um but I, I can't blame it. I mean, as a kid, I, I wanted the, the best toys. I would see these, you know, toy horses and I would be so obsessed and ask for them for Christmas, no matter how much they they would cost and then hopefully get them. But um, I think that growing up, a lot of us can agree that asking for gifts, it becomes more difficult because you, you're kind of wondering, what what could I need? You know, I have all that I need in my life currently. And interestingly when you grow up especially within an international school you start to notice that there are so many other holidays that occur around winter time but aren't you know celebrated globally or aren't represented in media and aren't focused on even though you know these other cultures have traditions equally as important as the Christian tradition so we're talking about traditions such as Diwali, um, Hanukkah, Solstice, Body Day um, on December 8th. There are many different events that take place in the winter months that I find are very relevant as well. So to all of the people celebrating those, I hope you had a good time and I, I hope that in the future we can maybe start recognizing those holidays as well because... You know, in this world that is increasingly interconnected, I think the multi-cu- multicultural communities are only a blessing, um, nothing else really. So I think we have to start embracing those a little bit and make our winter holidays a little bit more rich culturally other than just Christmas. But um, going back to the main topic here, Christmas in lockdown, the coronavirus is such a strange disease. I mean, when it first popped up, there was so much false information spread by governments of various nations, not to mention um, the United States, um, which is completely insane to this day. Um, but just to catch people up on some facts, in case people don't know exactly where they lie with the With the pandemic. Um, Here's some information from the World Health Organization because I just want to make sure that we are all taking the necessary precautions because working through this pandemic is a joint effort and we all need to be making at least certain um, choices that benefit the cause rather than work against it, especially now that vaccinations are being worked on and there is light at the end of the tunnel for the end of this year Um, as long as we stick to the regulations everything should be all right so coronavirus disease or covid19 is an infectious disease as we know by newly discovered coronavirus and it primarily you know spreads through droplets of saliva or discharge from the nose when an infected person coughs or sneezes which is why it is so important especially in public areas or when around other people in general to practice the respiratory etiquette the thing we were all taught as kids you know in kindergarten where cough into your sleeve or into a tissue not onto your hand or just spread all the nasty droplets all around the room um (laughs) Then, to generally protect yourself and others from the virus, there are certain steps that we can all take. These involve physical distancing, which we have coined um, as social distancing, which is essentially keeping like a meter and a half distance from people around you. Maybe if you're meeting up and going outside for a walk with a friend of yours to still keep that distance ideally. Um, wear a mask, keep rooms well ventilated, avoid crowds, clean your hands regularly. I think a lot of people overlook this step and hand sanitizer is excellent but it doesn't do the job nearly as well as washing your hands. So honestly, I mean the ideal steps would be to wash your hands and then if you have a small break in between whatever you're doing to still sanitize your hands Um, but you have to be careful and also remember to take care of your skin because it does get dried out by all of this and then there's important to clean and disinfect surfaces that are touched regularly and refrain from smoking and other activities that would weaken your lungs because as we know uh, from people who have experienced the virus it does affect your respiratory system and often weakens it Um, A lot of people have dealt with many side effects of the coronavirus, which um, are worsened if you have any um, outlying issues. Then, generally, just tips for maintenance of good mental health, because as we know, the lockdown does have a toll on all of us, and I feel that generally the workload we're receiving from schools, considering we are lacking all the parts of our life that generally make us balanced and capable of managing the stresses are gone. Um, It's important to you know keep yourself informed of the virus but also minimize your news feeds and not be constantly checking numbers. I feel like we're all a bit better about this now but I certainly remember at the beginning of the virus I was watching the news every night looking at the numbers go up looking at all the crisis that was happening and I found that that was making me extremely sad and i find that a lot of people were also getting anxiety um, from these terrible headlines it's also important just to keep a routine so even though you technically don't have to get up and do anything um, that generally doesn't end up making us feel too happy within ourselves so having a small sort of routine where you still wake up you still change your clothes and you still get ready just to make yourself feel better is important And it's important to keep social contact, so talk with your friends, maybe video chat with them, and if if it is allowed within your country, you can meet up with them in smaller groups. Um, And I would say limit screen time. It's really difficult, and I know I've completely screwed up here myself, but um, it's important to find other activities that you truly enjoy. Um, Because most of our school time is going to be spent on screens, especially because a lot of countries are doing um, online school again. And yeah, just that was a little bit of information about the coronavirus, because I find that it is important to remember that it is an issue of today still. And that we can't really ignore its presence, even, even though we want to, and even though it's been going on for a while now, and we're all sick of it. Trust me, I know. We still need to have some kind of patience and try to, try to understand and work with it the best that we can. Yeah, but um, more about Christmas and winter time. It feels strange setting up resolutions or goals for 2021 not knowing exactly how the year is going to unfold because I remember for 2020 you know on new year's eve writing all these resolutions and I was extremely optimistic about 2020 to be honest and I had all these goals of meeting a friend of mine in France over the summer and going back to Finland and being with family and friends and going to some concerts and having all of that kind of fall upon itself and be cancelled was a large disappointment so it feels weird still going back to this routine of writing goals but something that I've kind of noticed um, myself is that you can and you definitely should still write resolutions but instead of writing resolutions based off of you know the world that we were expecting at the beginning of 2020 or the role that you generally write resolutions for adapt them to the current situation that you're living in and be realistic with yourself so what this means is that my goals aren't exactly go to a large festival in the summer or you know anything that i feel could be cancelled. A lot of these are focused around myself and my own well-being and my self-improvement, these being all things that I can do from home. So what these include are, for example, reading more, especially in Finnish, um, being mindful of my spending of money, um, successfully becoming a plant mom, Um, because I am obsessed with getting new plants at the moment so it's small things like this where they are very realistic goals but can still improve your quality of life especially in this point in time which I find extremely important and I think it is upsetting to see that there are certain people that um, do not respect the regulations in any way I will be honest I have broken the regulations myself from time to time and it's not a proud point but I think there's a certain extent to which I feel we should all try our best to follow them and it is like I said very upsetting when we see certain celebrities continue on with their lavish lifestyles and throwing large parties around Halloween especially, it was absolutely petrifying to see the number of celebrities throwing massive parties with hundreds of people and seeing the number of cases that you know rose around this time of the year. And when you look at politicians and people of high power who should be setting examples, we often see them make mistakes like this as well, where they undermine the virus out of, you know, whatever reason and all of this is kind of not allowing the world to work together because that is the only way that i find we can you know handle this virus but also prevent the uprising of many new pandemics in the future because it is a reality that is going to be more present in our lifetimes and in our children's lifetimes because the world is so interconnected now it has never been as globalized Um, So because there's so much um, exchange between countries all around the world and so much travel, you know, the the spread of disease and the mingling of people is on a level where pandemics are so easy to trigger. There have been so many books written about pandemics and the rise of contemporary pandemics in the world. I mean, scientists predicted, essentially, the occurrence of coronavirus not knowing exactly obviously what virus it was going to be but the rise of a pandemic in the next few years and here we are um, and it's so strange to think that some people had this information and I guess to an extent were prepared you know mentally prepared whereas if if I could imagine myself trying to tell Emma at the beginning of 2020 or Emma in 2019 that The world was going to go into lockdown and there was going to be a huge pandemic and hundreds of thousands of people would die within nations themselves i i wouldn't have believed it i would have had a really hard time believing it i find the concept of a pandemic i could have believed but maybe not how much of an influence it was going to have and the trigger it would have on many other movements such as the black lives matter movement which is extremely important to discuss um And I am genuinely very glad that it's gotten the attention that it deserves and it should continue to have the um, focus of media until it is an issue that is no longer present. Um, Because until then, it is something that we should all continue fighting for and have discussions about. And the coronavirus has also made me wonder why I don't keep in such close contact with certain people in my life, and it's definitely with my family for example, we haven't called our grandparents this often, especially in video calls, ever. No matter where we lived in the world when I was younger, never were we this close. So there are some benefits of the coronavirus I would say, which sounds absolutely insane to say, but there are certain things that I find I appreciate much more now. And I really hope that these are values that we can carry into our lives for however long we live. But also knowing human nature, I think after two or three years, we will completely forget about how rough this year was and go back into our uh, old ways and possibly trigger something similar to this to happen. But let's not think that far into the future and let's not get too melancholic or sad. Um... But yeah, that's pretty much all I wanted to talk about in this episode. It's just some thoughts, feelings about the coronavirus, because this is a very prevalent part of all of our lives. Um, And yeah, that is the end of our date with lockdown. So thank you so much for listening in. You have been amazing and if you're still listening, thank you for supporting this student-led podcast. It means a lot to me and in the upcoming episodes there will be topics such as uh, drug and substance use in teenagers, Uh, veganism is going to come up, a lot of topics that I find are really exciting to have discussions about so please tune into those. Now, this has been enough BS for the day. If you enjoy this podcast, please drop a follow and share it with friends and family. But whatever was said today, don't quote me on it.